are listening to the American Truth Project podcast. Terror in the great heart of Britain. The investigation continues. Two people have been arrested in connection to the attempt to blow up a London underground train. The latest 21-year-old Syrian migrant, Yahya Farik, is being questioned by authorities. And according to reports, he was fostered by the same British couple who cared for the prime suspect. The 18-year-old that was arrested by police in the departure lounge of Dover Ferry Port. Now, the couple that took these two boys in also cared for a number of refugees. So, the question is, how did they miss the signs? How did they not know that they had jihadis living under their roof? Jihadis that were preparing to kill innocent people in the name of Allah. Joining me now, the founder of the American Truth Project and Daily Ledger contributor, Barry Nussbaum. Barry, this is eye-opening. This is exactly what President Donald Trump has been talking about. The fact that you cannot vet these Syrian refugees because how do you vet them? They don't have papers. Not only do do they not have papers, half of them are coming in with forged documents, the ones that have documents, Stephanie. So there is a very largely distributed common knowledge plan that everyone seems to know about in Europe, but no one seems to do anything about it, which is the radicals are literally proclaiming on their websites, they are sending tens of thousands of trained suicide shaheeds to Western Europe for the purpose of destroying Western civilization. This isn't a secret. It's a declaration of war. And maybe, oh, I don't know, just maybe England's going to get mad enough to do something about it this time. Hey, Barry, I find it very curious that authorities didn't release the name of the 18-year-old. That's odd. And also the lack of coverage on this. I mean, you have to connect the dots. And I've seen more coverage on Donald Trump's retweet about what he said a couple days ago when this happened than I have seen the fact that these are Syrian refugees. Now, of course, this investigation is ongoing and we're going to learn more. But I want to read to you the tweets that the mainstream media has been in a frenzy over all morning. So Trump's first tweet, this was his retweet. He says, loser terrorists must be dealt with in a much tougher manner. The Internet is their main recruitment tool, which we must cut off and use better. And then he went on to say the travel ban into the United States should be far larger, tougher and more specifically specific. But stupidly, that would not be politically correct. So, Barry, when we're seeing headline after headline after headline about Trump's retweet, these people are part of the problem. If you can't identify the enemy, as Trump did throughout the campaign and in his recent proclamations, such as England won't, France won't, Spain won't, Germany won't, and this is just, well, it's terrorism instead of it's Islamic fundamentalists intent on destroying our civilization. There's one side fighting a war, they're winning. Western civilization is not fighting the war. They're treating this as police activity. And the only one that seems to be screaming about it is the president of the United States. And yet he can't get coverage. He can't get support. I find that incredibly disconcerting as an American. Look, 
these people are coming here next. And if we didn't have a travel ban in place, at least a limited one, they would be flooding in right now as they are into Western Europe. And a certain percentage want to kill us. And Barry, we heard from the British Prime Minister and we have video of that. Roll tape. But you've said in the wake of these other attacks, enough is enough. Things need to change. It's time for some even embarrassing conversations. What did you mean by that? Well, it is necessary for us to look, as we are doing, at whether our police and security services have the uh, full capabilities, the powers that they need. Of course, we review after any incident that takes place, and we have had, sadly, a number of terrorist attacks in the UK this Do year. Do they have and, the powers uh, they need? Well, the exercise is being done. I've given them extra powers over my time in office, uh, when, particularly when I was Home Secretary before I became Prime Minister. I've given them extra powers, but we look again. But one of the issues that we really need to be addressing, and I'll be raising this uh, when I'm at the United Nations, is the question of the use of the internet by terrorists um, for terrorist planning, but also the, for using it for the spread of extremism, of hatred, of propaganda that can incite and can inspire terrorism. Barry, how many times are we going to hear this over and over again? We're going to get tough on terror. And my other question is, they're not allowing police to do their jobs to fight against terrorists? You listen carefully, Steph, to the clip you just played. You didn't hear the enemy named once. It's some sort of nebulous, unnamed terror group or groups that are attacking England. Look, you've got imams throughout England, France, Germany, Spain, Belgium, the Netherlands, proclaiming death to the governments of the countries they are proclaiming it in. If you want to fight the enemy, go after them. Put people in the mosques and round up the imams that want to kill everybody. Number one. Number two. Follow the Israeli model. They don't let anybody in they can't identify. Why? Because it's worked. They put up a barrier. 95% of suicide bombings from before are now, after, prevented. If they follow the model, it's simple. Keep out the people that say, I'm coming to kill you. How difficult would that be? Yeah, Barry, I wanted to get back to your observation. That was a great observation. I listened to that entire interview, and she did not even address radical Islamic terror. That did, those words did not come out of her mouth. Now, you, you were discussing the imams, and I just want to remind our viewers about the imam in Spain that was allegedly the mastermind of that horrific terror attack that just happened a month ago. So this is a real concern that needs to be addressed. The enemy is within the borders of every city in Western Europe. The enemy is proclaiming, we're going to kill you. The enemy is organizing cells, and in the case, as you said, in, in Barcelona, he was the bomb maker, and he died when he blew himself up by accident. Look, this isn't the old days where the enemy's on the other side of the border, and they're in a different color uniform. They're the people upstairs across the street and in school with you, and it's happening over and over and over again, and if Theresa May and Andrea Merkel and the various leaders in Western Europe will not stand up, A, identify the enemy, and B, take the fight to the enemy, their countries will disintegrate, and they're going to end up running a government that is literally in hiding from the citizenry that are running around with bombs and guns and cars and killing their fellow citizens. It's getting horrifically unsafe to be in Europe 
because they're not taking the fight to the people that are trying. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.